Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 57 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are talking about the power of numbers. More specifically, we're breaking down liquidity ratios in your business, and I promise we're we're going to keep this high level and, and not bore you to death with a whole bunch of numbers that we're just throwing at you. Um, so to help me do that today, we have Jamie Staley. Hi, Megan. Good to be here today. The end of the week. Looking forward to the weekend. And it's been a crazy busy week. So excited to be able to talk with folks about their uh, liquidity ratios and hopefully give them some great advice. Awesome. What's going on at your house right now? I mean, the boys had some some fun things they were working on. Yeah, the boys were biking a little bit earlier around the neighborhood with their friends, and now they are having popsicles in the backyard on FaceTime with those same friends. So, <laughs> so cute. I was like, are they here? They're like, no, we're going to go on FaceTime. I'm like, it's probably good oh. to keep some distance. We're trying to yeah. let them have some freedom during you know these times, but we're like not wanting them to go into other people's homes and just get too close to everybody. So we're, we're trying yeah. to be flexible with that. So they're having popsicles via FaceTime. With their- <laughs> Very cute. It's yeah. something you never thought would be like a yes, early a summer activity for the kids, <laughs> but <laughs> if it keeps them busy, exactly. If it keeps them busy and happy, yep. having some fun exactly. with social interaction, that's good. Yep. Yep. Very good. So Like I said in the intro, we're talking about liquidity ratios today. So like we always try to start with, why do we care about this? What's important about liquidity ratios to my business? Yes, it it comes back to the balance sheet, which a lot of people don't want to look at, but there's a lot of great valuable information on your balance sheet. So we're trying to promote looking at it, understanding it a little bit better. And these ratios that we're talking about today come from your balance sheet. And the reason you're going to care is because it can give you some insight into what's going on with you in your business. It can kind of draw your attention to some weaknesses you may have, or also let you know that you're doing great in some areas and give you a little bit more confidence. And hey, actually, this is great. So it's really important to take a look at those, understand them. You can also, if you can get a handle on your ratios, you can do comparisons to prior periods. You can look at how was I doing last year compared to this year with these certain ratios? Am I improving? Am I getting worse? Do I need to refocus my attention on these? Um, You can compare, you know, month to month, quarter to quarter. It's also great to have a sense to look at how you're doing compared to industry benchmarks as well. So how are other businesses in your industry doing with with these types of ratios? And how do you compare? Are you right in line? Are you struggling? to maintain that good area where you're where you should be to keep things in balance or are you struggling um, so it gives you a sense for where you are in comparison to to the to the industry as a whole so there are some common 
ratios that, you know, that you can look at besides this. There's liquidity, there's solvency, there's efficiency, and also profitability ratios. So these things are all things you can look at trends and you can do industry benchmarks. Today, we're really going to be focusing on liquidity. And these liquidity ratios are really telling you how quickly you can turn some assets you have into cash. So the whole word liquid is just how quickly, you know, it's something that you can easily and quickly turn something into cash if you need cash for any reason. Okay. If that makes sense to you. Yes. (laughs) Good. Good. (laughs) Try to keep it. We try to keep it, you know, understandable, which is not always simple with the balance sheet and and some of the more complicated items that show up there. (laughs) Yeah. My my brain hasn't tuned out yet, so we're still good. Awesome. (laughs) Let me know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll raise my hand. (laughs) So if I'm looking at my balance sheet and I'm trying to figure out one of these ratios. So is, okay. First question, current ratio. Is that your current liquidity ratio that we're talking about? Correct. Yes. This is, these are all related to the liquidity, the current ratio, even though it doesn't really tell you anything within the name current ratio, it is These are liquidity ratios. There's two main ones that we're going to talk about. There's the current ratio, and then there's the quick ratio. They're both similar. One has a little bit more information pulled out or data pulled out, but they're both giving you the ratio, you know, of how, what you have compared to what you owe in simplistic terms. So, So the actual formula to calculate your current ratio is your total current assets divided by your total current liabilities. Okay. I'm going to back up a little bit here before we get into this formula. If someone says current ratio, are you to assume that we're talking about liquidity or the current ratios under each one of those ratios that you talked about? Current ratio is is always total assets over total liabilities. It is always a liquidity. Yeah. Okay, so that's just general knowledge that I should know well, as a business. Well, you sh- not don't necessarily know, but it is okay. you know it is typically you know it's not going to be there's a current ratio for profitability or a current ratio okay. under other different types. There is a current ratio. There's one computation of it, and it relates to liquidity. Okay, and is that also the same with quick ratio? Then? Yes, they're both liquidity related specific. Okay. So when talking about liquidity ratios, there's only the two. There's current ratio and quick ratio. Correct. Don't have to worry about any of the other ones if those terms are thrown out. Correct. You're right. Gotcha. Okay. So now let's talk, let's go back to the formula. So it's total current assets, which is what I own. Correct. Divided by total current liabilities, which is what I own. Exactly. And some, just to get your head around it, some examples of current assets are cash, obviously as a current asset, accounts receivable, inventory, some of your prepaid expenses. You know, in the accounting world, current actually is less than one year. So current is relative. It's not necessarily super current. Um, So anything that's longer than a year becomes long-term. So it's a long-term asset or if long-term liability if you owe something that's not going to really be paid off for over a year. So when we're looking at that, we're looking at current assets and it's anything that is less than a year um, to turn into, you know, 
you know, a lot of times your accounts receivable, you may not get that in the next 30 days, but you will get it within the next year, right? So mm-hmm. over 90 days even starts to become old and you try to collect it. So they're really focusing on things that are current and that you can turn into cash quickly if needed. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking at, again, the balance sheet side of things, which a lot of people overlook and don't really want to understand, but they, they have a lot of value. So are current liabilities similar to the current assets and that you will have to owe them within the one year period coming up? Exactly. Yes, it's exactly the same concept. So some examples of your current liabilities would be accounts payable, credit card payments, payroll taxes payable, sales tax payable, um, or client deposits that you know you may have received from clients, but you haven't quite earned. So those are usually some of your current liabilities, things you might have to pay back quickly, potentially, if, if something changes. So again, they're current, they're within, you know, a year of being paid. And that's really what this ratio is getting at. They're trying to take a look at what you own currently, and what you owe currently, and say, how are you going to manage that if all of a sudden today, all of that had to become liquid? you know, and you had to pay off all your liabilities today, do you have enough assets to cover that? And so that's really what this calculation is getting to. So for example, if your business has total current assets of $100,000, and you have total current liabilities of $75,000, the calculation is $100,000 divided by 75,000. And that ratio is 1.33. So you know, the 1.33 is an okay ratio. They really have a rule of thumb of two to one. You want to have that number or two or higher. Hmm. But over one is telling you that you at least have more than what you owe. So, you know, if you do say, say, you know, tomorrow something happens with your business and you just, you need to close shop. You need to pay off all your liabilities. You need to, you know, you're going to have to use all the assets you have to do. So it gives you kind of that snapshot. Like, can I pay that off or, what if I was upside down? What if I only had 75,000 of assets, but 100,000 of current liabilities? How are you going to manage mm. that? So what you want to do, you know, is have more current assets than, than your current liabilities. So it's trying to gauge where you stand from this position um, and just give you a better sense of, again, your liquidity. How liquid are you? And if you owe a lot more, you are not very liquid. So you, they, they really want your you really want your business to be in a good financial stable position. And that's where that two to one or better comes in. You want to have more assets than liabilities. Okay. So just in general, that's obviously like the speaking of the health of your business, this is obviously important, but I would assume this always also comes into play if you're asking for a lending or something from a banker who, who else would look at these ratios? Sure. Yeah, definitely. When you are trying to potentially get a loan, they would look at these ratios to make sure that they feel like your business is in good position to be able to continue to pay to pay those loans. Your business advisors may be looking at these numbers again, as we talked about, to look at trends to make sure, hey, actually, you know, you're trending up. Maybe you're at 1.3 and you think, oh, that's not great. But when you look back, you were only at one Mm. six months. Like, hey, look, we're doing better. Now we're at 1.3. Let's set a goal to be at 1.5 or 6 in the next six months. Okay. So again, it's going to be your advisors who are looking at it, you know, potentially bankers. And again, it's really not an end-all, be-all 
a number, but it's just something to understand and have a good sense about how your business is is doing. And like you said, it's it's a health check. How how are we doing in this area? Is it you know 0.75? And now I have you know I should be concerned, and I need to get that number up to one, and then I need to get it up to two. And so you can put some you know so you can put some plans in place if you realize that there are some potential issues here. And it may not be an issue today, but it could become an issue in the future. So it's it's things you want to be looking at. And just having that understanding and knowledge of where your business stands can really, um, you know, put you in a better place. Yeah. And, and that's something I'm thinking about as we're having this discussion is, you know, if, if I'm a business owner listening to this going, uh, I've never run my ratios. I don't even know if I want to look at them. Kind of like I'm feeling, honestly, about st- stepping on the, sta- the scale during this quarantine. Like, I don't even know if I want to know. Yeah, it's not. But obviously you need a starting point, you know, like you, whether you step on the scale or not, the number is what it is. Like, Yeah, I think, yeah, a lot of people want to maybe pull the covers over their eyes, but, you know, it's not going to do you any good. You know, if you realize that it's poor and you never knew it before, you know, it it may not be a catastrophic issue. Mm -hmm. But you also don't want to find out that it's a big problem at the time that there's a crisis right. either. You want to have a sense for where things stand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know it's sometimes easier to just not worry about it. And maybe it's never going to be an issue. And you don't really need to know this. On the other hand, as a business owner, you should really look to be learning, understanding more and more about your business to have you know, to have that knowledge is better than to not know and cross your fingers, right? Right. I mean, it gives, it can give you a peace of mind. So, you know, the same thing with cash flow, some people don't want to deal with it or look at it, they're too worried. On the other hand, if you know, you're going to have a cash flow problem in a few months, you can do something now. Right. So the same thing here, if you know that it's not as good as it should be based on this, you know, rule of thumb of two, two to one or better, then you can do something about it. Yeah. And that can, you know, that can improve your business overall. Right. So what are some of the actions that you can take as a business owner if you realize, you know, you run these numbers and it is 1.3 or maybe even lower? Sure. There's definitely a few different things you can do. Obviously, the goal is to increase your current assets without increasing your current liabilities. So some things you can do is to, you know, you can increase your current assets, maybe from a loan. Um, You can also increase cash by contributing cash, you know, as an owner of the business. So that would increase your cash, it would impact your equity, so it wouldn't touch your total liability. So that would increase overall, Um, you can also potentially convert some non current assets into current assets. So if you you know, our business that has some equipment that is being capitalized over lots of years, and you realize there's some of it that's older, and you don't really need it, maybe you can sell that. And instead of a long term asset, sell it for cash, and it becomes a current asset. So that can change your ratio. You know, you could also raise it by, again, by paying some of your shorter term debts off, or at least come up with a plan to get get those debts paid for. And um, you can also use some of the profits that you've earned from your company to put back into the business. That's similar to the contribution. So if you're doing well and you have some extra money in the business, contributing it back into the company to help, again, increase those current assets. Okay. All right. So that covers current ratio. 
how to get what your current ratio is, what the formula is, some things you can do to improve it. Now, I know you mentioned that the second ratio that you want to look at is a quick ratio. So tell us about what that is, what that means, and what we can do with that. So the quick ratio is a little bit different than the current ratio. It is for companies that have a lot of inventory in their on their balance sheet. So the formula itself is total current assets less inventory divided by the total current liabilities. So the only difference is it's just subtracting out inventory. Inventory can really fluctuate for a business from time to time and may throw that you know current ratio off a bit. So they're, they're allowing you to kind of pull that out and say, hey, if we took that inventory out, what is the rest of your current assets over your current liabilities? The rule of thumb here is one to one. So it, it gets you a little bit lower to, 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 again, account for the fact that you're pulling some of that out. So again, you want to look at that ratio, calculate that, see where you stand if you do have a lot of inventory. So this is something that, you know, if you don't have inventory, this ratio is not going to be any different for you. So if you do have inventory, you may want to look at both of them just to get a sense. How's my current ratio? If that's not looking good, you know, maybe it's okay after you look at your quick ratio to kind of give a different a different perspective on it. So I think that's that's something helpful for companies with inventory that does fluctuate and can change quarter to quarter and be very different and really throw that ratio out of whack. Okay. Awesome. I hope everyone has a better understanding of liquidity ratios that you take the time and run that formula so that you have a better understanding and you can start taking action if needed. And who knows, you may not even need to take action. Maybe your business is in a, a good place right now and uh, you know you know where you stand. So if you're interested in more topics like this or ways to grow your business, we do offer a free webinar. It's called The Four Ways to Grow Your Business. And you can find that at pjscpas.com forward slash four dash ways. Sign up is totally free and you get a lot of good takeaways and actionable steps that you can implement in your business starting today. So if you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to share it with your community. And, you know, by giving us a review and uh, rating, you're really helping us out and making it possible for us to reach more listeners as well to really help build their business. So if you can hop on, give us a review, give us a rating, give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, shoot them our way. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.